And we're live. Welcome to an episode of the Triple P Podcast. We are your hosts, Axel Saldana, Cole Nash, and Jack Saldana. We're a bunch of guys from the journalism classroom. We thought, you know, wouldn't it be fun to make a podcast, talk about Piedmont High School, some student body, a bit of sports, just have a good time. Um, so everybody had a good weekend, you'd say? I would say so. I had a relaxing weekend. I'm looking forward to Halloween next week. Oh, Halloween, speaking of Halloween, costume ideas, anybody? I mean, I'm going as Guy Fieri, I already know. Love that guy. All right, guys. Let's jump into our first episode here, and we're going to talk about Piedmont football. Jack, tell us a little bit about what's been going on this season. Well, uh, we started off with only 18 players, and, um, well, unfortunately, we had a lot of injuries throughout the season. We had an ankle injury, ACL, and um, a concussion. And um, the team ended up having, the varsity team ended up having to be disbanded for the rest of the season because of this. And, you know, as a student who enjoys football and going to the games, it was a huge shame for me. What do you guys think? Well, I actually, I talked to Bailey Kane, who is the co-captain on the varsity football team. And he's been playing since his freshman year. He's a really talented player. You know, he was just really saddened by the whole dismissal of the team. Um, and he thought he was going to have a, you know, a great season, but sadly they just didn't have enough players. Yeah, and to piggyback off of that, I was training at, you know, for soccer at Witter a lot this summer, and I'd see those guys, you know, really working hard, just, you know, lifting, you know, pushing sleds and stuff all summer long. And I think it's just got to be tough just to have, you know, working all summer. And basically, I mean, for Bailey in his case, four years of his high school career playing football, and just to have that cut short, you know, due to, you know, lack of guys on the team and just some, you know, sad injuries. Yeah, and football is one of those few sports where you kind of do it year-round, you know. Um, I've talked to Derek Schleining before, who's another player on the team, and he always tells me about their workouts that they're doing throughout the year, no matter if it's during the season or, you know, immediately after the season. Yeah, no, like a month after their season ends, boom, off-season lifting, spring lifting, yeah, exactly. summer training. They're one of the hardest-working teams in Piedmont. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like let's talk about what caused this sort of drop in all these in- injuries and uh, drop in the people, um, amount of people on the team. Um, so basically when you have low numbers, you'll, you'll have players playing both ways and on special teams. And Meaning, describe what that means. Um, playing offense and defense and doing, like, kick returns and yeah. stuff. And, like, when that happens, you get players getting injured all the time. Like, football, you're meant to have a big squad. Uh, most high school teams have, are in excess of 50 players, and they have um, a whole squad for offense, whole squad for defense, and special teams, as well as plenty of subs. Yeah. I, I mean, and football is a sport. It's just, it's brutal for your body, and it's so tiring playing. And if you play on both sides of the football, be like offensive and defense, you're playing double the amount of snaps or it plays that you're really supposed to be playing. And that is just a great way to get hurt and tire yourself out. And, I mean, the guys that do it, hats off to them. They're really working hard. Now, well, oh, Sorry. Uh, well, Axel, I, I heard you researched a... Uh, uh, another school where a similar thing happened. Uh, you want to tell us about that? Oh, yeah. So 
This drop in football participation numbers has been echoed all over the United States and specifically in our area, um, and even more specifically at Lowell High School in San Francisco. You know, it's a 2,500 kid school, so about, I don't know, almost three times the size of Piedmont. Just doing the quick math in my head. And yeah, that's, as we know, that's a big school. And they had an 18 person varsity squad, which is the same as Piedmont, but they're playing schools with, you know, 60 person teams with, you know, many Division One players on it, like, on their on the opposing teams. And, you know, their season got cut short a couple of years ago, because, you know, just for safety reasons, they had 16 people able to suit up, you know, do some injuries. And, you know, they were facing Lincoln High School, which I think was a state championship contender. I'm not fully sure about that. But, um, but you know, they, their season was then cut short. They had to forfeit that game because just for the player's safety. And a lot of this is to do with, you know, concussion research. Um, a big step for that was the release of the movie Concussion, which, as if you've probably seen it, it's, you know, stars Will Smith as a doctor, you know, researching concussions effect on the brain and specifically in football players i think that's definitely put a lot of awareness i would say towards the effects that concussions can have on your life and you know football being very very physical sport has a lot of concussions yeah and Axel, if we look at the history here piedmont football so we can see this year in our 23 season we had 17 rostered spots and if we go back just two years there were 44 rostered spots in the 2020-21 season, the farther back we go, we can see that we actually reach almost <laughs> 60 rostered spots in the 2019-2020 season. And there's also a correlation there between, you know, a strong record and having lots of numbers. You know, if you're able to field a team like you were talking about earlier, where you have a team for offense, a team for defense, like you're supposed to do it, you're probably going to have, you know, a better much. record. If we go back to the 2015-2016 season, we had 53 rostered players, and we were 5-0. and um, The year before that, we were also 5-0 and with 44 rostered uh, athletes. And then if we go to this year, um, what was our record? We were, I think it was 2-4. 2-4, and, four. Two and four, yeah. The year before that, uh, also... Well, 2-4 and four in the league, and then 2-7 and seven overall, so not great. Yeah, and also, I mean, these numbers also correlate with when COVID hit. Of course. Um, and Coach Smet, who I interviewed for this, uh, had a couple really interesting points about that where, you know, after they did experience, a, like, a drop in numbers after the concussion movie was released and after more awareness and research was done about that, but then really a huge hit for them was COVID when, you know, typically freshmen and sophomores would be – you know, suiting up to play their first seasons of high school football, you know, they were unable to play and they were because there was only one team. And because of that, they were, you know, they didn't, you know, fall in love with the sport like people typically do. And then that led to lower and lower numbers of people playing football. Yeah. And you also had to choose a team, right? Because yes. there's only in the I believe you could only play a sport in the spring season. Yes. Right? Yeah. So if you wanted to play lacrosse and football, per se, which a lot of people have done in the past, then you had to choose between them, and a lot of times they weren't picking football.
With the varsity football season being canceled, it's um, really brought other sports to the forefront. Girls volleyball this year had the homecoming game, and um, I know a lot of students were very happy with that game and enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, and if I can elaborate on that a bit, um, it was really the first time that that I can remember at my, from my time at Piedmont High School where girls sports were really the focus of, you know, the week. Um, you know, they won their homecoming volleyball game against San Leandro High School, uh, you know, convincingly. And, you know, the gym was packed, a couple hundred people in there, all just yelling, you know, band was playing. And because you're in the gym, it's just so loud. I mean, we've all been there for basketball games and whatnot. And, I mean, it's it gets crazy. It gets loud. You're right there with the players. It's, I mean. Yeah, it's a, it's a great environment, unlike football. I, or I would say the football environment's fun, especially being in the student section. But when you're in the gym and you're with, you know, so many people in such a tight space, you can feel the energy a little bit more, and it's just that much more fun. Yeah, um, I completely agree. And also, you know, volleyball being a bit shorter of a game, you know, football, sometimes you're out there for three hours if you stay for the whole time. And you're just out there in the cold. And, you know, you can't – I'm going to be honest, I don't always have the energy to be cheering the whole time. You know, sometimes there are just times where you got to just sit back a little bit and <laughs> take, a cup, take a breather. Yeah. And for volleyball, that was not the case. The gym was – absolutely popping and people were super happy with you know the like the overall atmosphere and the event of that sport take that uh game taking place with girls volleyball getting more focus from the student body it's really uh brought to light that even though we have uh title nine in place legislation that requires all sports regardless of gender to get equal funding um not all sports are equally received by the students and by the community. Um, girls volleyball hasn't seen uh, this much um, attention and community support um, since the um, cancellation of the varsity season. So yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool that girls sports are starting to get more attention. I know that Axel, we've talked about it before that the girls basketball team is actually really talented, right? But yeah. they're not getting the attendance that they deserve. Um, and that's a shame, you know. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, and we've got some great girls teams. And it's it's a very interesting societal factor that, you know, boys sports are much more watched than, you know, girls sports at, at the high school level at least. And it brings you, you know, brings some interesting societal questions that you could really think about. You know, yeah. like, well, funding is equal. It's supposed to be equal by law. You know, they don't always get the same community support that they do deserve because, you know, I mean, yeah. we've got talent. we got just, I mean, it's just great to see people that you know and you really support going out there and playing the sport that they love. And oftentimes that was not, like, you wouldn't really go to a girls game for a long time. Yeah, because at the end of the day, all we want is, a lot of student support, you know, at any event. Like, you know, if we could just get students to show up every day at whatever sports you're playing, it'd be so much yeah. more fun when you're going. Yeah, and speaking of showing up for sports, the future for Piedmont football is looking up. Uh, with, you know, Coach Smet was talking about how, you know, the flag football team in middle school is huge. I mean, you know, we never played flag football in middle school. It's not huge while we were there. 
but right now they've got 60 kids, you know, for the whole middle school, about 20 per grade. And just speaking of, you know, varsity football numbers, there's, I think the largest participating grade is the freshmen with 24 people. And, you know, more and more students are going to be coming in who are interested in football, love football, and want to play high school football. And especially as we get farther away from COVID, you know, yeah. we'll see a little bit more of a rise, um, which will be good, too. Yeah, I know the other day, uh, one of my friend's uh, younger brother came up to me while I was walking to school, and uh, he's on the flag football team in middle school, and he was sort of talking about how he wants to play varsity football, and it really made it, made me think of uh, this podcast that we were working on, and that there's a lot of hope for varsity football in the future, and I think we're going to see lots of success from Piedmont football in the future, and I think we should be very excited for it. With all that said, and with Piedmont football looking like it's going to rebound, would you guys consider playing football in the future? You know, personally, my parents won't let me, um, but I don't think I would want to. Otherwise, I play lacrosse. I really enjoy that. And I think there's kind of enough physicality uh, with that sport. Um, but if my parents encouraged me to, um, and I had more friends that were playing, maybe I would, um, or maybe I'd consider it, consider it at least. You know, um, I don't, actually, and my parents don't, uh, want us to play football either, but I think if we really push for it, we could, but, um, I think I'd really enjoy the sport. I played a lot with my friends and just running routes and throwing the football. I love the sport, love watching it. That concludes the first episode of the Triple P Podcast. For more episodes, check Spotify on Thursdays at the Triple P Pod. And th- we just want to thank you guys for, you know, really getting out some community support. And we want to thank Craig Brosco, Ariana Fisher, and Miss Black from the journalism class, really for just supporting this pod and helping us get us off the ground. And with that, we're out and have a good weekend.